Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week we're doing another interview with another amazing travel company, We're interviewing Courtney, who founded Adventure in Black, a Black-owned travel company that's dedicated to uplifting Black travelers. And I'm really excited to learn more about her company because I only know about her off Instagram. So, hey, Courtney, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Yes. So for people unfamiliar with you, can you just tell us a bit about yourself and how your background really ties in with travel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, as mentioned, my name is Courtney Simone. I am the CEO and founder of Adventure in Black, which started around 2019. Um, I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, um, but actually I live in Washington, D.C., Howard graduate. So H.U., now it's all oh, Howard grads out the there. The other H.U. <laughs> we went to Hampton over here. <laughs> here we go. We're going to keep the positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, definitely representing, you know, the HBCU love over here. Um, I actually started my business back um, when I really started my work career. So like most typical college students, you know, I pretty much picked like the first job that was offered to me. (laughs) I was like, either I'm going home or I'm at work. So I guess I'm going to see what this workforce is looking like. (laughs) And um, from that experience, I ended up realizing like I adulting sucks um it's not fun like whoever lied to us like (laughs) they they need to give us a refund at this point but I had some really cool opportunities and actually ended up switching over to work with a startup which gave me the opportunity to travel um a lot domestically and then of course internationally um that's really when the travel bug hit me Um, I had the opportunity to go to the UK for several months at a time um, Italy, all types of really, really cool places. Um, however, um, at that startup, you know, I was the diversity. It was, I like to joke and say, like, they would be like, yeah, we're super diverse. And then they would point to me and I'd be like, hey, y'all, I'm diversity. Uh, <laughs> so it became um, a series of, I wouldn't even say situations, but series of just occurrences and me understanding that my travel experience was a lot different than some of my colleagues. Um, You know, it's one thing to, you know, go to a pub, have a good time. Granted, those things are great. You'll definitely enjoy yourself. It's another thing to really want to know, like, where the Black people are, you know, where you can find really good seasoned food, especially in the UK sometimes. (laughs) Um, Very true. 
yeah, it can be very different to say, you know, I just want to be around my people and find areas where I feel like I belong. And, you know, I see myself there. So it really started to spark um, kind of this internal conflict in me. Um, I was also in a place where I wanted to travel a lot on my own and my friends weren't able to afford travel at the time. Um, you know, now everybody kind of balling in their own respect, which is great. <laughs> but at the time, like I wanted to have those experiences with people and I, I found myself doing a lot of things on my own. Um, so fast forward to maybe a year into that role, um, I ended up having a family reunion. And if your family is anything like my family, um, you know, everything is pretty much a vote in the Black family. And if you want a short end of the stick, then you just on the short end of the stick. So <laughs> um, the vote that they was that they were going to do our family reunion in Washington, D.C. So for me, that meant, Courtney, you are in charge of planning the family reunion. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, huge feat. But, you know, I was I was ready to take it on. I had already done um, kind of the travel planning and things in my career. So, you know, how hard can it be? And I was really in for a surprise. Um, <laughs> we ended up having a, a close to 70 members of my family. Um, if you're familiar with the DC area, you know, that Smithsonian Holiday Inn downtown, that's where we were, all these Black people living our best lives. And one of the things that I really wanted to showcase was uh, the beauty of DC from a Black perspective. This was very um, kind of in the middle of, or the height of gentrification in Washington, DC. So a lot of people kind of saw it as this melting pot when, when really DC used to be referred to as Chocolate City because it was so black. <laughs> so I really mm -hmm. wanted to show some of those elements of our culture and how we really built this city um, and how we have become the face and the forefront and we shouldn't forget that. Um, and from that experience, that's really where Adventure in Black started. Because for me, it was to like, if I can share this story with my family, I can share this story with a larger black family. There are so many cool and great elements of ourselves and our culture that we don't talk about. And it's all over the world. Um, we are literally everywhere and in everything. Uh, sometimes you just have to look for it a little bit. So that's how Adventure in Black started. And I'm happy to say that, you know, despite the pandemic and all the other stuff, we're still running strong and ready to keep pushing forward towards 2022. Yeah, that's, that's always a great thing to hear. For the audience just learning about Adventure in Black now, what's like a quick, like, pitch you can give your elevator speech on <laughs> what Adventure Black is and what makes it different like why all the travel companies out there why should they pick yours yeah for us we're really centered on family so at the end of the day whether you're coming by yourself you're coming with a group of friends you're gonna feel like you're family when you when you join us um, that's one of the main things I want people to wake up and feel excited about every single person that they get to see while they're on our trips um, and not only that, but just thinking about some of the really unique experiences that we have. For example, we went to Brazil and a lot of people know Brazil for carnival. You know, they think of all these beautiful women and all these other great things. But a lot of people don't realize that Brazil has the second largest black population outside of Africa. Um, mm -hmm. So that's a story that we really wanted to tell and highlight. So we went to Salvador, which is essentially like the, you can see, consider it the black capital of Brazil. Uh, <laughs> but sharing the story of, you know, African spirituality, understanding kind of our ancestry through a different cultural lens and getting closer to just understanding our past history and doing so and breaking bread and fellowshipping with people that look like us and have similar stories, even though they're halfway across the world. 
Um, so I would say those are the real key two differences. Um, you're going to have a good time. We definitely turn up with at Adventure in Black. You know, we're going to have our cultural <laughs> moments where, you know, we're going to see the sight sounds, but it's probably going to be some shots involved. So just in case. <laughs> we love to see. So let's see. You talked about a trip to Brazil. What are some other locations? What's your favorite, um, like your favorite location or favorite trip you've done with Adventure in Black? Oh, I would definitely say our Egypt and Dubai trip. It's also our most popular trip. Um, I don't know why, personally. Um, I, I don't know if it's just because of the combination of Egypt and Dubai together. Um, but whenever we release that trip, it sells out relatively fast. Um, this past year's group was amazing. So for anyone that's, that was listening, I was under this group in the 2021 group, just an amazing group of individuals. Um, I actually remember sitting and we're all you know getting lunch at this um, little pier over in Egypt overlooking the Nile. And, you know, we're all talking about the dope things that people are doing. So we had one woman who, you know, was actually from Chicago, Illinois. Um, That's where I'm from, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But she was talking about how she created a different life for herself and her son because she didn't want to live, you know, live in poverty. And now she owns multiple properties and does all of these real estate things and how she's boosting her credit and doing all these great things. We had another couple that talks about the work that they're doing in the community to help young black men thrive. We had a 27, I think it was 27, 28 year old, how he's in crypto and you know, basically has retired himself from, you know, so we're all around this table sharing this knowledge and creating this atmosphere where we can be ourselves. We can talk about our, our fears. We can talk about uh, our successes and be able to share those stories with each other in a different country. And you know, just, just be able to um, highlight our success in a way that a lot of people, I feel like sometimes we don't really have that opportunity to do so. It's cool to brag about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, we wanna, and we wanna be able to create an atmosphere where that's okay, you should. You worked hard. You deserve it. Um, so that's probably my favorite trip for sure. But it was really the people that made that experience so wonderful. Um, so I'm just looking forward to more of those um, and just creating more of those moments for sure. Yeah, that's that sounds really nice. On like on a typical trip, I guess what's your like normal like length for a trip, or like what's a normal itinerary that you guys have? Yeah, so I would say typical length is probably around seven days. Um, we do have some shorter trips. We do have some longer trips depending on the destination. Uh, because most of our destinations are international, for me, if you're going to be on a plane for nine plus hours, you need yeah. to see a whole lot and a little bit of time. <laughs> um, so we do do a lot. Um, we have some itineraries that are a little more laid back, but for the most part, I think it's important that and for some of our travelers, it's their first time, you know, it might be their first time on a flight that long. So I want to make sure when they land, they're getting the ultimate experience, right? When they get off of the airplane, essentially. Um, so we're doing everything that we can to make sure that that process is not only as seamless as possible, but that from, you know, A to, from A to B, oh, they're, they're living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as far as our group size, though, I do think this is another place where we differ um, we try to keep all of our, our trips relatively small. So we won't have more than 25 people um, on any trip. And that's primarily for two reasons. Um, the first one is, you know, as I said, I mentioned, like we're a family. 
um, I think everybody been to the, the picnic or family cookout where it's like somebody like I remember you when you was this 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 little and I'm just like no I don't remember <laughs> you but hello you know we don't really want those vibes <laughs> you know like it's cool nice to meet you but we want to make sure that everybody knows everybody's name on this trip um, so that first name first name basis is extremely important to me um, and then also it, it's a sense of individuality also so you know it's if it's a hundred people on a trip it's going to be a little bit different to get a personalized experience. Um, you know, we had, we have celebrate birthdays differently. We want to make sure that you feel celebrated, that you feel like, you know, someone's thinking about you because we are. Um, so I, I say no, no trip is necessarily typical. We try to do a lot of the, the things, touristy things. You can cross those off your list, but it's always going to be something different. It's always going to be something unique that nobody else is doing and nobody else is seeing. This all sounds so wonderful. And where Thank can the you. audience like book a trip? Cause I'm ready to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's our uh, process is super easy. All of our trips are on our website, which is adventureinblack.com. Um, we have paid and full options. We also have easy payment plans. We try to release all of our trips at least eight months in advance. So if you're one of those people that like to have a calendar, you know, spread out and it's a wearable right exactly um I actually have one woman who I'm actually talking to later today she's this will be her third trip with us and she's just like I'm just just let me know when everything is launched so I can put down my money have my payments coming out and know where I'm going for next year and I said I I got you I'm not here for you (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah definitely as far as reaching out to us it's adventure in black on all social platforms we also have a private Facebook community um, so for us, you know, that community is key. I can't, I really can't preface that enough. So even if you aren't traveling with us, you might be going somewhere or deciding to move somewhere overseas and you want some support. Um, that's what the group is for. You know, our goal is to make black travelers feel not only like travel is for them because it is, um, but you have a community of uh, a safe space where you can talk about, you know, things that you've experienced. You can give those tips and recommendations. You can learn about certain cities before, you know, you hop on that plane uh, from other people who might have been there. Um, so this is all kind of things that we offer outside of the trip's perspective. But, you know, we're all we're steadily growing, steadily learning um, and just trying to be the best version of, of ourselves as we continue across these next couple of years. Yeah. And I'll link your website and your social media accounts in the show notes, too, so y'all can easily find it when you listen to the episode. You just got to click on the link. Perfect. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess now a little bit more about your personal travel story, not necessarily um, trips with um, with your company, but I guess it's like advice and like questions out of all the trips you have taken. What would you say was your biggest travel mistake? Like something Mm. you would warn anyone from doing travel mistake. So I wouldn't necessarily call this a travel mistake per se. Um, I just think there are certain things, particularly for women travelers, that you just need to be aware of. And I would just say any traveler, because anything can happen anywhere, regardless of your, your, your sex, sexual orientation, or how you identify yourself. Um, so the first thing is I always register my trip with the State Department. So it's a program called STEP. Um, mm-hmm. I think the website is actually step.gov. It's a completely free um, service. But what you do is you put down your travel information. You put down kind of the addresses. And even if you don't know, you can kind of give proximity. Um, but 
it does really three things. The first one, if something happens in that area, you'll be the first one to be alerted. So, you know, God forbid you're somewhere and there's a natural disaster, <laughs> uh, you'll be notified of that. And a lot of times they have different resources for American citizens, um, regardless of where you are. So that's the first thing. Second, if something happens to you, uh, that State Department kind of knows your whereabouts and where, where you're heading and where you're going. Um, so it helps to keep that process. It helps just to keep your safety um, in check and also kind of peace of mind for your friends and family. I've been traveling for a while now and I still got to send a whole itinerary, hotel. Like you would think <laughs> my dad is basically traveling with Going me. Going on the trip. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, but he just needs to know where I'm at at all times, which I understand, you know, that's my father. So it's also an additional layer of peace of mind for the people that, you know, that care about you and love you. Um, I would say another thing that's probably harder to do now with the pandemic, but I think really just keep an open mind. Um, I think sometimes travel can be nerve wracking for people, um, especially like if you're not one of those people, if you're not an extroverted person, I like to consider myself an introverted extrovert. <laughs> but for some people it might be harder for them to you know come out of their comfort zone and you know meet new people and all those those good things um so I definitely recommend um I think it's starting to come back in some places but Airbnb experiences is probably my number one tip especially for solo travelers um it creates you a safe space for creating cool things um when I was in Spain and I'll probably tell you about this Spain is like where I found myself um, I did a flamingo class and it was so much fun like and I'm dancing with this older man and he's just telling me his story about he his wife always wanted to take lessons and you know, he never took her and she passed away unfortunately um, oh. so now he's like this basically professional like we were up we were, he's this man about to make me cry like it was such oh. like um but from that one interaction, like he gave me just so many tips and restaurants and places to eat. We ended up getting lunch later. Like, and you know, he's still a person that I, I keep in contact with, you know, when I'm in that area. So you really never know how one, a person can inspire you, but how you can also inspire another person. Um, just by being open-minded and trying different things when you're out. It's one thing, it's okay if you need to, you know, some people like to stay in a hotel and Sometimes you kind of need that time to yourself to try to understand, but really get out there, experience life. You never know, you know, how you can impact someone and vice versa. Yes. Uh, what part of Spain were you in? I went to Madrid and Barcelona. Okay, cool. I studied abroad in Salamanca and Joy studied abroad in Madrid. Oh, nice. Yeah. How long were you out there for? I was only there for like three months. Joy was there for like six months. Oh, wow. Uh, it's such a, oh, so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Definitely like top 10 travel spots for sure. Yes. So do you have any upcoming travel plans or is it you dedicated to Adventure in Black? All your trips are with them. So most of my calendar is dedicated to ARB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, understandable. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's one of the parts of, you know, being in, in the travel industry, but one that I'm most excited for, and it's going to sound a little crazy, but going back on to Chicago, um, I am a, a professional aunt to beautiful twins. Um, and for me, I think 
me one being an entrepreneur like people see kind of like the good stuff they see what you post on social media they don't really see kind of the the hard work and dedication that goes into running any business you know and for me I think my niece and nephew have really taught me a lot about you know just my inner child and just seeing the seeing the world differently because everything that they try and experience they're doing it for the first time and to see them persevere in ways where it just helps to give me hope um and just helps me to realize like life is so precious you know Mm -hmm. um that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to. So we're going to do the snows in Chicago, which I'm not looking forward to, but <laughs> like their first snow. So I'm just excited to experience that with them. Um, and then of course, connect with my family and spend some quality time during the holidays. Yeah, definitely. You don't got to travel like 14 hours by flight to be traveling. You can literally <laughs> exactly. go home or go down the street. Like it's not that, like you don't have to do nothing crazy if you're interested exactly. in traveling. Exactly. <laughs> start somewhere that's what I will say just start could be exactly next 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 state you can find a lot of things to do here at home exactly even the next town shoot Mm -hmm. so I want to say thank you again for doing this interview we're about to wrap up and I'm going to ask you the question I ask literally in every interview and it's why do you think more black women should travel oh girl (laughs) man um um I'll, I'll speak for myself personally. As I mentioned, you know, I really found myself in Spain and it was a solo trip um, that I decided to do after like a really bad breakup. And, you know, I really was questioning just my identity as a person. You know, I think sometimes we get into relationships and, you know, people say like, oh, you become a unit when you get into relationship. And like, now that I'm older, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you become two separate individuals that are working together for the common goal of your relationship or whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. And for me, I had really kind of lost myself because I was trying to be this person that I thought my partner wanted to be. And it was for the first time in a very long time, I realized <laughs> kind of why I'm here on this earth and you know what makes me happy. Um, I wish my profile picture was up here. It's not but um so you can see it but um one of the main things that I felt for was just pure joy and I was by myself you know a lot of Mm -hmm. times I think as women we associate self we associate joy and happiness from the joy and happiness of the people around us Mm -hmm. there are so many women out here that you know they might have kids so their their happiness comes from their children their happiness comes from their job their happiness comes from, you know, some other source that's outside of their selves, themselves. And I feel like for me, when I started traveling, it forced me to really look inwards, especially traveling solo, forced me to really look inward and enjoy my own company in a way that I had never done and never intention, at least not intentionally done. Um, And for me, there's so much power in understanding that you create your own happiness. Your happiness doesn't come from other people. It doesn't come from how people treat you. It doesn't come from how you're treated as an individual. Yes, people can, you know, upset you and disappoint you and hurt you. But when you understand that you have full control over the happiness of yourself, 
it's like a weight is lifted off of your shoulder. Like I'm telling you, it really is. And I think for women, especially, especially black women, we work so hard. We really do. We work really hard. Not only are we raising families, but we're killing it from the, the collegiate standpoint. We're killing it from an economic standpoint. We're killing it from a job and societal standpoint. Shit, you know, at this, I'm sorry, I don't know if I cuss, but like, <laughs> at this, and like, we, we got to kill it in all areas of our lives. And travel can be a very intentional way that we give back to ourselves to say thank you, you know? Thank, thank you for doing all the things that you're doing and continuing to put that praise and put that self-care effort back into back into our lives. Yes. Thank you for um, sharing all of that. I ask that question in every interview and everyone has their own twist on it. And I always agree so much with, with what everyone is saying. I hope if you're listening to this episode, you know, you take that advice, you travel more often. I want to see more Black people when I'm out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, look at a trip with Adventure in Black as well. So <laughs> while you had it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And thank you too, because I feel like this platform is so needed. Um, the more information that we can provide to people so they can take those first steps and continue to make it a priority in their lives is so important. So thank you for doing what you're doing also. 